1: good afternoon everybody. What is going on? Welcome to U.S. Open Eve here on Roto-Grinders as we are set for another edition of our Lineup Builder show here as we get set for one of the biggest tournaments that we have of the year, the U.S. Open. And of course, I'm Dan Bach. Joining me today, uh, Notorious, you know him. He uh, provides some premium content for us for our PGA uh, product at RG. Also, does uh, the first look. What's going on, Noto? Ready for this week?
2: Yeah, it's not quite Christmas Eve, uh, not quite the Masters, but uh, we do have, uh, you know, Million Maker coming up. It's a terrible payout structure, but I will be max entering it, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, it feels a little bit better to acknowledge your faults
1: <laughs> when you do it, when you, you, know, like, you know, like I shouldn't be max entering this because it's not the best bankroll management thing to do, but at least, you know, that ahead of time. So at least, you know, that's, that's the good sign. Uh, also joining us for his first time here on Roto Grinders, uh, Mr. David Frey, you can follow him over there on Twitter at Jabberwock, been following him and his golf content for quite some time. I know he's appeared on some Pat Mayo shows, does some stuff over at Roto Curve and was at Project Roto for a while. What's going on, David? Welcome uh, to the show. Good to chat.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's awesome. Been following you guys for years. Been watching all of Nodo's shows and all of your shows. Uh, So it's almost an honor to be on here. So thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, no problem. Uh, One of the guys I really respect when it comes down to... uh, DFS golf and uh, thought we would uh, try and bang out a day on the lineup builder and uh, this is what this show is about is we're going to set some exposures we're going to talk a little bit about guys we like guys that we don't and uh, at the end we're gonna build 150 lineups and see what we come up with and got to make some tweaks along the way we certainly will uh, do want to remind you the roto grinders app make sure you get it if you haven't done so already as you can see maybe. Uh, you can now use it to build 150 lineups on your phone as we've added the lineup builder to the Roto-Grinders app. So uh, make sure you get that update. If you don't have the app already on your phone, just more yeah. reason to do it and uh, making life easier for you. And we'll import those lineups right over to FanDuel and DraftKings and Fantasy Draft for you today. So, uh, But we're going to use the desktop version of our lineup builder, and we are going to use DraftKings. For our look at this, and I'm going to kind of build this um, under the pretense of maybe we're we're firing at the millionaire maker. I'm not sure if you would build it that much different than you would any other if you're doing 150 lineups. But uh, you know, one thing that you know I'm very much in favor of here, guys, is not zeroing out lineups when we do this, uh, because we know if you zero out a lineup with 100,000 plus lineups. There's a pretty good chance that you're going to have some lineup overlap. So, uh, one of the beautiful things you can do on, Ron, uh, on our lineup builder is set the min salary, max salary, to uh, where you want it to be. So, I'm going to set our our min salary to 40, 49200 nine two hundred. And it's funny because I think I left a hundred last time, and I was still surprised at how many duplicate lineups there were with a hundred left. So, I'm going to leave at minimum here. Um, uh, 49, eight is what I'm going to leave here. So at least we've got 200 left on every lineup and no, no, that's one of my big things. You know, I'm, I'm always cognizant of when we play for a million dollars, we want to win a million dollars, not share it with 150 of our closest friends.
2: Yeah. Definitely don't want to dupe lineups in something like the million maker. Uh, I'd even leave, you know, upwards of 1500, maybe. Um, You know, you're going to need basically the perfect lineup. Uh, You're going to need all your guys in the top 10 plus the winner. And, uh, you know, there's a good chance that, you know, you're going to leave a little bit of salary on the table.
1: David, you know, looking at the – go ahead, because I was just going to say, like, (laughs) I'm looking at the salaries for DraftKings. Uh, What's your opinion of them this week? I kind of think they did an all right job. I'm curious your thoughts.
0: I think they did a pretty good job this week. Um, I I find it's a lot – it's tailoring people to the stars and scrubs um basically you can fit dustin johnson and a 9k guy in and then go 7k for the the other four that seems like it's going to be a pretty common approach um i was going to say before that question um i don't have the stats in front of me but basically for people out there who are not sure why you would not leave money on why you want to leave money on the table it's like if you leave two hundred dollars or more on the table it's like Maybe not even 15% of people in a JPP does that. So, like, you're going to basically be different, different differentiate yourself from 85% of the field um, by doing that alone. So, when you leave money on the table, you're going to um, basically set yourself apart. Um, And it's
2: just, it's important because,
1: yeah, it's important too because, I mean, we've seen in these tournaments in the past where you've got upwards of like 100 even like 200 lineups sometimes that are identical. And imagine if
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you, I mean, I don't know about you. Like if I, I won a million dollars with 200 of my closest friends. uh, I mean, it's okay, but that's not really what I'm striving for, especially in like a top heavy payout. like we have here. So I want to win a million. I don't want to share it with 200 people. So if you can put yourself in a position.
0: Yeah. There's the argument that well. If it's gonna be the million, you know, it's gonna be the GPP winner, you want that team. But at the same time, it's like, how likely will that happen? There's a very unlikely chance that'll happen, so.
1: Yeah, you know, all the stars would have to line up, all the chalk would have to hit. Um, But that's where game theory comes into lineup building here when you're kind of mass entering contests. So just keep that in mind for you, uh, for this and you know, whatever sport you're playing, but definitely in these millionaire maker type golf where you only have six players that you're picking. That's what makes it that much more common to have those uh, duplicate lineups. All right, let's get into the players guys. And uh, we're going to start at the top tier and uh, we kind of make this pretty casual. Uh, I'm not afraid to X guys out. I'm probably not locking the pressing the lock button here today on 150 lineup for anybody. So, uh, but you know, being aggressive with exposures that's sometimes really beneficial for you. So let's start at the top here with Dustin Johnson. Again, we're not going to hit on every single player. We'll run through these as quickly as we can, but the top guys like David alluded to, it's not difficult to really get them into your lineup. And uh, Noda, we were chatting before the show. You're like, who do you like? And I'm like, I like Dustin, I like Spieth, I like Rory, I like Day. Like I think all these guys are really good plays this week. So I don't see hitting the X button on Dustin, Spieth, Rory, Day or Fowler. Would you agree with that?
2: Yeah, I'm right there with you It's sort of a cop out answer. Uh, but I think that's my plan in the Millionaire Maker. Uh, in order to win a large field tournament, you're going to have to have the winner in your lineup, and I feel like all these guys have a pretty decent shot, uh, you know, of of winning this. I do. I will have some different exposures to these guys. I think um, Jason Day is probably my least favorite of the guy up at the top. If you look at his strokes gained stats uh, this season, he's really struggled with approaches. I think he's lost uh, a strokes gained in seven of his last nine rounds on approaches, and something like seven straight tournaments. So, I mean, he's kind of just been living by the short game, and that's good at the U.S. Open, but I don't want to rely on it. Um, So he's probably my least favorite of the top uh, four or five guys, but I will have a you know, maybe close to the field in terms of ownership.
1: Uh, What are your thoughts on those top five guys there, David?
2: Uh, I think it's very hard to
0: really pick anybody over Dustin Johnson at this point. Um, Just based on his uh, recent form, Uh, he has a – You know, he missed the cut at the Memorial, but I think he was kind of just like, well, I'm all in on Aaron Hills right now. So that was kind of his mindset. Um, Spieth is also playing really well uh, right now. He's kind of found his short game again, uh, which is important for Spieth because if he can get it close to the hole on approach, uh, you know, he can hit those 25, 30 foot par or birdie putts, uh, which are pretty you know, important for this kind of course. Um, McElroy is kind of concerning because he hurt himself again, uh, sounds minor. Um, but he also doesn't really have decent U S open history in the last five years. Um, and then Jason day is probably, uh, one of my sneakier, uh, preferences, just based on his recent history at the U S open and the fact that, um, while he hasn't played well recently um in the last couple rounds he uh specifically at uh the memorial or the byron nelson i can't remember which one it was just one of the days he just all of a sudden started firing at the pin and hit every approach shot within two to five feet of the pin and uh so i think when when you see something like that with day you want to kind of get on that before he gets on a roll again um so my in preference i would like uh, Dustin Johnson, Day, Spieth, and Roy out of this top four.
1: Uh, I'm more on David's side with Day than I am Noto's here. I mean, you look at this this last uh, round for him against uh, at Memorial, this last tournament, that's usually a tournament he's been terrible at. And uh, he mm-hmm. shot a 76 in the first round and really bounced back and finished, what, uh, I think top 15 in that tournament. And yeah. if he would have D- just 15. shot a decent – yeah, if he would have just finished – uh you know a d i mean 76 is awful like that is a terrible round for a professional golfer so uh that one round really kept him from probably a top five uh maybe even being in contention to win that tournament and uh i you know his putter really let him down early but this is a guy who was i think first in like strokes game putting last year so we know that like he's got the ability to have that turn and i think it's starting to i agree with what you're saying about approach but i think david's right that I think his game is starting to swing a little bit in the right direction. So Yeah, no, uh, Noda's
0: right about his approach being awful recently. Yeah. And it's just, if you looked at the overall year-long approach stats, it's one of the worst. Um, but I just, I know that with a lot of these top guys, the second you start to sniff the fact that, that they're going to, like, you know, find that game again, uh, especially with a guy like Day, is if – He's just like Spieth. If he's around that green, he can start to get that putter hot. And then all of a sudden, you'll see birdie after birdie after birdie after birdie. Uh,
1: All right. Well, let's get to uh, some of these percentages here. Dustin Johnson, we got a projected at 28 percent owned for the Millie Maker. I think that might even be a little bit low, but I'm fine with, you know, coming in close to that. Uh, I kind of agree with David like I think there's a really good chance he wins this tournament he had distractions at Memorial his wife is about to have a baby it's the last tournament before the major this is where his focus is he hits the ball deep he hits it straight for me it comes down to his putter if he can putt, he's going to he's going to win this tournament and uh, I like him at like 35% here today what do you think uh, David?
0: Uh, I usually go kind of crazy with my ownership percentages, especially with the top guys. So I probably will do about 75%, um, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people don't like to go above 40 or 50. But if I'm, especially if I I think a guy is going to win and I can pair him with like Jason Day um, or like, you know, Henrik Stenson or Sergio or something like that, like I can this week, I really don't see any reason not to just kind of like, go heavy on one guy and then pair him with, um, other guys, it'll kind of limit your ability to make, um, you know, more bounce lineups, but I think that's fine in an event like this.
1: See, I somewhat disagree. Well, somewhat disagree because obviously a 12 K that's a lot like it's 2000 more than Sergio and Rose and, and some of those guys. Oh, yeah. And, and, and my feeling is like, Derek that I think we need to get like we want to have all six of our guys finish in the top uh, preferably the top 10 more likely the top 15 and if a rolling 12k guy out there in 75% of my lineups I'm a little bit worried that we're relying on uh, a very small segment of crappers to potentially move into and I say crappers dear endearingly they're not the worst players on tour but Guys that I'm not so comfortable or confident that they're going to finish into the top fifteen, and I think we want to win this with as many people as we have that we're firing against. We uh, we need to do better than that. Like we we've got to strive for that. So I think 75. I'm willing to go higher than 35, but I can't go to 75. So middle us. What number?
2: Uh, yeah, maybe go 40 or so. I think uh, I'm going to be higher <laughs> on speed than DJ, but uh, he does have baby swag. Just had his second uh, baby boy. Earlier this week. I forgot about that <laughs> and uh, yeah you got to hit a long and straight to win the US Open and uh, nobody does it better than DJ so certainly think yeah uh, you know he should be high on the, in terms of some of these other guys. All right. Well, you say you like Speeth better than DJ.
1: I do like Spieth. He's actually played this course before. And uh, again, I think it sets up well for him. A lot, a lot of comps to Chambers Bay where, where he ended up winning. And, you know, these greens are supposed to be rolling as true as you can find. Not a single ball mark in there. They've closed it since last fall. So um, Speeth's game starting to turn. Uh Again, we're at forty percent DJ. I think we're limiting ourselves a little bit if we go too crazy, you know, to go like forty percent Speed here, uh, because I still think Rory is fine. I still think Day is fine. Uh, I think we're going to have to X out some guys in in the nine k range potentially to uh, to make our script work here today. But um, David, thoughts on Speed ownership here? We got them projected at twenty.
0: Um, at twenty, I think it'll probably be about what twenty four to twenty five percent. And I think that would probably be fair. And that's the thing with if you put 75% of your teams at Dustin, you can, you know, you're going to limit yourself to about 20% speed, maybe 25 if you want to just go ham on the top two. So if you're being more realistic with 150 GPP teams, you know, if you have 40% Dustin Johnson, that's still what, 65 teams, uh, you're giving yourself a pretty good shot. Um, I do – I do really like Speef this week just because of that Chambers Bay comp with very, you know, limited trees. You're going to have to deal with a lot of that insane fescue. Um, doesn't matter that they mowed it. Um, it's still going to be pretty thick. Um, and so I would – I still like Dustin Johnson more, but I I would say speef would be right there as well. Um, again, I said before I like Day more than speef, but it's just – it's literally like you're just putting – You know, put their names in a hat and pull it out. It probably doesn't really matter that much.
1: Uh, Noto, make the argument for Spieth over McElroy Day. Like, what's Spieth? Why do you like him most, it seems, out of these guys?
2: Yeah, so for me, I like that uh, this course has wide fairways. You know, Spieth's weakest part is his driver. He tends to spray it a little bit. Mm -hmm. If he can keep it on the short grass, we know the approaches are there. We know the short game's coming around. Um, like I mentioned with Day, I mean, he's just gained so many strokes uh, around the green. He's had so many chip-ins lately. I'm just not buying his T-degree <laughs> game right now. Um, Rory, I, I do plan to have some Rory. I think a lot of people are going to be scared to play him. Um, he's typically higher owned in the you know high-stakes stuff. You know, the guys that play Thunderdome love to play Rory. Um, but I think yep. in something like the Million Maker, I don't think his ownership is going to get too high. But I, I prefer Speed over those three.
1: Okay, we want to go 33% Speed. We live with that. I think that's fine. We'll go there. Because my thing with Rory here, too, is I like the fact he's gotten 36 holes in at this course. I like the fact that, and again, this might be just stupid Dan narrative here, but he's (laughs) moving to that red putter that seemingly everybody who's a good putter uses right now. uh, That tailor-made spider. You see DJ with it. Day, you see John Rahm with it. Sergio. And now Rory and you know, let's face it, his putter has not been great. That is a huge letdown for him. So it, it gives me some optimism that he's he's using the right equipment here potentially. And uh, I wanna I wanna
0: know how much they're paying him to use that putter.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, who cares? It's winning. Like it's there. it's, yeah. there's gotta be it's yeah. gotta be pretty decent though, if if all these other guys are are, are using it and uh, uh, you know, I know his. I don't know where he ended up on the contract side of things after Nike kind of bailed, but um, but you know, we got him at fifteen percent as a projection here, and you know, I want to go over that number today um, because I still think that he's got the game to win this for sure. I mean, he hasn't no, played no a lot, no doubt. No. Um, but I yeah, just, Rory you know, on the- Rory on
0: fire, Rory on fire matches Dustin on fire. But the problem is is Rory hasn't played in over a month. And so you don't like – if he has one rusty round, he's out of it, you know. And, and he, so that's also, and he seemingly concert.
1: has that rusty round every time <laughs> right. he plays.
0: every, every <laughs> single time.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to put him at uh, – we'll go 10% over. We'll put him at 25. Uh, we'll move to Jason Day where Noto is kind of off of him. Uh, again, I'm buying a little bit of the resurgence for him today. We've got him projected at 12 um seems like david's kind of interested in him as well so sorry Nota, you're gonna get a little bit um, overruled on this one that's gonna happen from time to time uh but we're not gonna go too crazy. we'll we'll actually match him with rory at 25 percent now um ricky fowler this is the guy to talk about because you know i know a lot of people i respect justin you know stl cardinals said he's the guy he's got winning this tournament I still have buyer's remorse after I used him in my Thunderdome team in Chambers Bay two years ago and he shot like an 85 or something that opening round. Uh, You know, didn't look like he was into it at Memphis, but clearly a guy who who you're waiting to win a major. Um, David, what's your thoughts on Fowler here?
0: Well, I'm still experiencing buyer's remorse from the Masters in 2016 when he missed a cut and ruined all my Thunderdome chances. Um, however, uh, Ricky's interesting because he's, he's either top 10 or he's going to miss the cut or, or finish, you know, T 50 or worse. It's like, there's literally no middle ground. It seems like, um, I'm not really concerned about the St. Jude performance. Uh, you know, he was just like lackluster, um, you know, just finished T2 at the Memorial. I feel like he probably should have won the Memorial, um, the one thing that's concerning about him is he's got two straight missed cuts at the U S open. And one of them was uh, chambers Bay where he was just spraying it all over the place. And it was just awful Granted, He was playing with tiger woods. Um, and so there's that whole narrative. You play with tiger yeah. woods, you play like crap. Um, however, the fact that he missed the cut last year as well, it just, it seems like so hit or miss. And it seems like so many people love him. And if he's going to be 30% owned, uh why not play jason day for 300 more or play you know a guy like rom for 200 less um just considering the consistency alone
1: yeah i'm i'm fine going underweight on him what's your thoughts there noto
2: i'm just gonna disagree with you guys on everything here (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So for you me, gotta have one, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, for me, Fowler's first in total driving ranked in the top ten and approach birdie or better par five scoring. Uh, you know, statistically, just stands out. Last week, didn't really care at the St. Jude. Um, you know, we saw him turn it on in the back nine. I think he was three or four under in his last eight holes. And we saw that out of Dustin Johnson when he uh, withdrew from the St. Jude two years ago, and then he came back uh, at Chambers Bay finished second. Uh, I know yeah, he has missed two straight cuts of the U.S. Open, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to be a little worried about him after missing the cut last week. Uh, But I think if he would have made the cut and played pretty well, I think his ownership would get up to 30% or so. So I kind of like that he missed the cut, and uh, if he comes in under 20%, I'll be really happy.
0: Yeah, see, if he comes in under 20%, then I'd be all over him. But just based on the chatter this week, it seems like a lot of the – guys who a lot of people listen to are really heavily on fowler so it feels like jason day is going to be contrarian to him which is basically the basis for my thought process but if that's flipped or if ricky's just very low owned as is jason day you know that's why it's hard for me to say i don't really want a lot of foul so maybe i'll just put 20 20 percent in and just hope that it's a little bit more than the field has
1: yeah, I think – I mean, we got it at 22 in our projection. So, you know, let's just throw it at 20 and, and you know, I think we'll – you know, we'll actually hit the number. We'll go with our projection. We'll go 22 on him today. Now this ne- – okay, this next group, uh, Ram, Sergio, Rose, I'm going to throw Matsuyama in here. I, I'm going to make the plea to uh, throw some X's here. Uh, I'd like to X out Sergio and Hideki uh, in, our, in our lineup builders here. I am – not a fan of uh, either of these two guys for this tournament. Hideki doesn't seem to be able to putt right now. Sergio, I think, you know, we've seen such a – we saw such a high there with that with that win in Augusta. And, man, like even that win was like ugly win. Like, you know, he can't even win pretty. Like, it looked like Rose was going to steal it from him there. So, uh, I'm off of these two guys completely. And if either of you agree on xing them out, I'd like to X them out. What do you think of that?
0: I play Sergio Garcia when he's like $8,300. I don't play him when he's $10,000. Um, so I would tend to agree with you there. Hideki Matsuyama, he seems to be a little bit underpriced to me, um, just in terms of his ball striking. However, I can see the reason for fading him because of his short game. Um, <clears throat> and I do like Justin Rose and Henry Stenson a lot. So I can, I wouldn't have a problem fading either one of those. Um, I probably wouldn't fade Matsuyama myself,
1: though. Uh, okay, Sergio. Well, it sounds like Sergio's good to go, and I think, Noto, you can get behind that. Based on Noto's probably going to love
0: Sergio.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no, you're not on Sergio, are you? No, yeah,
2: not on Sergio. Uh, you know, <laughs> finally got the monkey off his back. I think he's going to be content for a little while. I mean, he has been playing well since the Masters, but, uh, but I'm off of him. As for Matsuyama, I mean, you know, our updated uh, ownership projections have him at 10%. If so we can get him, yeah, ten percent, and Brooks and Stenson all under ten percent, that's that's crazy. Man. That'd be a that'd be an awesome contrarian stack right there. Yeah. Well, then
1: let's just not the let not guys. X him out. Yeah, let's not yeah. X him out then uh, entirely. I just I just don't see him winning. Uh, you know, we kind of neglected to talk about Rom and Rose here. Rom's a tough guy. Like, this is a guy who I think could win the tournament, or he could easily miss the cut. Um, you know, he's really was red hot for a while looked terrible that third round in uh TPC ended up missing the cut uh what two weeks ago in a field that wasn't particularly good but then he also finished top 25 last year in the U.S. Open as an amateur so like I don't have a great read on Rom one way or another uh Noto we're going to lead you off here what's your thoughts on him
2: yeah, I'm kind of the same way. You know, this is his first major where uh, – well, I guess second major where he's really had expectations put up put on him. Um, you know, statistically, he's great. He's good at everything. Uh, the one concern is that he is a little bit of a hothead. So if something doesn't break his way, uh, you know, we've seen him, you know, really get mad on the greens and, uh, and a couple other spots. But I, I think you can play him. I think probably better GPP play than cash game play just because, like you mentioned, I think he could either win or potentially miss a cut.
1: Dave, have got a strong opinion on Rom. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't think
0: he's gonna sniff a win here. Um, just based on his recent form, uh, his short game has just kind of betrayed him. Uh, when he was uh, in the fourth round of the at the Colonial, um, he pretty much had a chance to tie Kisner um, and go to a playoff, and he had like a, it was inside ten feet, and he. He got very upset at missing that putt, um, and then I think that translated to the memorial uh, where he missed the cut and just played awful, especially on the par fives. Um, so I would tend to fade him uh, mostly because of price, price, um, not because I don't think he can score, but I do also agree with the fact that because of his hothead nature, um, especially around the greens, I can just see, you know, a big number happening or just him getting frustrated, um, and staying back of the pack a little bit. Um, so just for that price, I'd rather have, uh, the other guys that we've talked about.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna fade him entirely. We'll go like 6% on him today. Uh, and then Justin Rose, uh, pretty cheap. We've got him at 18%. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of like 15% on Rose. Like, uh, I'm okay with maybe even 20. Like, I feel like yeah, he's always he's too cheap. Like he could easily be like 10, 8, even eleven k. Like I think he's compares to a lot of those guys, and uh, you know eighteen percent feels too cheap. So I could go like twenty to twenty five on him.
0: I don't have a problem with that. Um, I like Rose, obviously. Um, you know, lost in the playoff to Sergio. Um, he's also a you know won the U.S. Open before in two thousand thirteen, um, and as it, he hasn't played that often. I think he's pretty much probably just watching his schedule, resting his back. Um, so there's really no recent form, which kind of leads me to get off of him a little bit. But this is also a guy who is a class player, kind of comes out of nowhere, plays like plays great. Um, so I don't have a problem using him at you know 18 to 20 percent.
1: All right, let's get to Stenson uh, Noto. I'm I, hard to believe that you're on him this week, but um, I. Don't think you're wrong, and uh, it sounded like David's kind of on board here. Uh, make the case mm-hmm. for him, and how heavy are we looking at uh, at Stenson here?
2: Yeah, so I've been burned by Stenson more than anyone this season. I think uh, I've had him in all of his miscuts, uh, but yeah, there's had no him in all of his miscuts too. <laughs> there's no in water cash. on the course. So Stenson Brooks, there is. The it's like water. it's
0: like sixty miles away. Yeah, <laughs> so, so he might hit it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, five percent uh, for a guy that you know, world-class player. His form has been decent. You know, he's uh, played pretty well in his last three events. Uh, we know he's great with his long irons. We know he can just take that three wood, knock it out there, three hundred yards in the middle of the fairway, um, pretty much every hole. And you know, if nobody's gonna play him, I think I got to be overweight.
0: Well, I would I agree. say it'd be. I'd say it'd be stupid to play less than twenty-five percent Stenson, just considering that price um, and the fact that this like. I mean, just think of the British Open last year, where he just, you know, destroyed the entire field except for Phil. Um, you know, when he can get hot, he can get hot. Obviously, he's not going to do that again. But just for his price and the fact that you know he can, uh, he can keep it in play um, and score, and he's playing well, and he's going to be contrarian. I just, I can't get off of Stenson myself.
2: Yes.
1: All right. Well, we're all on Team Stenson. Uh, Let's go 30% on him. Uh, Brooks is sitting at 8 9. I'm not going 30% on Brooks here. Um, I'm not, I don't think we need to fade this guy outright, but I'm going to throw him at like 10% here. I'm pretty close to being the field here. And then Adam Scott, this is a guy where uh, I think a lot of people are going to use him in cash. He feels a bit underpriced, but I'm not as giddy about adam scott as i think a lot of people are um i feel like it's kind of backdoored his way into you know some some decent finishes but i don't feel like this guy's really been in contention to win much at all this year and uh and i'm fine going underweight on adam scott who we got him at 19 i wouldn't be surprised if he's you know over 20 percent owned in gpps um so i don't know if i need to x him but i'm not i don't think scott wins i don't think he wins this time
0: I wouldn't okay. say X him. I would say play him in like maybe 15%. Um, his it, it's it's all his putter. If he gets that putter hot, he, he could win this. Um, you know, it's just his putter has been so awful. I mean, he finished top 10 last week. And his, his short game was just awful. And it's just with Scott, it's just like it comes and goes like crazy. So you can never really say, well, Scott's in awful form right now. I'm not going to consider him. Because all of a sudden, you know, he can have – you know, three or four bad performances in a row and all of a sudden it, it clicks. So I, I would say we can't X ex- Scott. Um, you know, I think that, you know, probably about 20%. He probably will be about 20% in GPP. but I think we should probably try to match that. Higher. You think he'll be <laughs> you higher? Go higher. <laughs> I'm going the, higher. The problem is I like Brooks because he's going to be so underowned, and he does so well in hard courses, but yeah, it's, that's why it's like you want to play dustin and jordan and day and stuff like that but you got this value right here in this 9k range and a little bit below you're like i want to just play all these guys pretty much you know all right make your case for scott because
1: uh <laughs> i'm just not i'm not seeing it i mean i don't think he can putt i mean that's the thing i don't i don't yeah. i don't i mean he looks cheap he looks underpriced and if you want to he- go in there in cash that's fine but the, Let me just
0: say one more thing, Dan, about Scott. Yeah. This is the U.S. open where Lucas Glover and Webb Simpson have won and neither one of those guys can putt. So, uh, these greens are supposedly immaculate. That means bad putters can rise a little bit. Uh, so if you're getting it onto the green, you might see some like, Hey, I, you know, how is this guy sinking these putts? It's because these greens are supposedly amazing. So that's, that's where Scott, you know, it's just that little edge that gets these guys over it. And this, you know, some, a place like this could put Scott over the edge.
2: All right. No, though. Is that it? Does that cover <laughs> <No>. it? <laughs> yeah. So I, I like the course fit. Uh, you know, long off the tee, his iron game is back and he's actually gaining point two strokes, uh, putting this season per round. I know it's been worse, uh, you know, the last few rounds, but, uh, if you want to play the narrative street, uh, in his interview this week, he said that uh, he's been playing his best golf, you know, that he has in the last couple of years, and that uh, you know he feels like he did heading into his Masters win, uh, heading into this week. So, if he's confident in his there game, I I'm confident in
1: him. All right, we'll go twenty. Street you for guys Scott. win. Yeah, you guys win. Okay, twenty. You know, I wanted to go like five, but you know, you guys <laughs> to go like twenty-five. 30, you won't. So we'll... You won't be
0: upset come Sunday.
1: Okay, we'll see. Uh, Brandon Grace, Paul Casey, JT, Bubba Watson, Jason Duffner, and Berger. That's our kind of next grouping here. Uh, Any of these guys that you just want to X out here, Noto?
2: Uh, We could X out Phil. Is he still in the player pool or did they take him out?
0: Uh, I don't see him on our player pool right now. So. Something's going to happen at his daughter's graduation and he's going to all of a sudden show up and shoot six under. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's going he's gonna to parachute in and right on the yeah. first tee. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. You, you, you uh, yeah, me a I would tough be... one. Let's X out Phil. Like, thanks, Derek. You really you really are taking a stand there.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't like Bubba or Duffner.
0: Yeah, I don't like either one of those. I would X out Bubba and try and kick it down the well. Uh, there's no yeah. way he's competing here. He, he finished T-6 at the Memorial, but you look at his U.S. Open history and the fact that you need to um, uh, have a little b- bit of mental fortitude to compete <laughs> at the U.S. Open. Yeah. I don't I don't know if Ant-Man is going to, you know, get over that.
1: Uh, a hot Jason <laughs> Boutner, you'd want to get rid of him too, huh? I mean, I know he doesn't have the length, people say, but I think a lot of this course plays downwind, and it doesn't – feel to me like distance, even though it's a long course, um, I don't know if it's unplayable for a guy like Duffner here. So. Uh.
2: No, yeah, it, it's definitely not a length angle for me. Uh, he's actually longer than most people realize. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. coming off the win. Yeah. And uh, he's one of the worst uh, you know, around the green. We're going to see a lot of uh, missed greens in this event. So I'm just a little bit worried about his short game. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I hate playing Jason
0: Duffner. Um, I was rooting so much for his collapse at the memorial, but <laughs> all right well, <laughs> you know, we can, I, uh... just, I can't get on him, so
1: all right, well, we'll X him out. We've got uh, Grace Casey and jt. Uh, I want to throw like twenty five percent on jt here. He's a guy that I think yep. is all about form, and when he yep. has it, he's as good as anybody, and he is damn close to it. so David agrees. Can you get behind twenty five percent there, Noto, or close to it.
2: Yeah, the only knock that I have on JT is that he typically plays well in birdie fests. Uh, this definitely isn't going to be a birdie fest, but yeah, I mean, for eighty three hundred for a guy that could potentially win, uh, I definitely want have, have to be. With four
0: that. par fives at a U.S. Open, you are gonna you are gonna want guys who can score on par fives. And JT's, you know, if he if yeah. he gets like three or four eagles this week, which he can do, um, even even with these long par fives. Um, all of a sudden you'll see him in, you know, in the top of the leaderboard. He also plays really well at these tougher events um, just because he's a quality player. Um, I think that, I think he's probably, I think he should be priced where Brooks is. So I like that discount.
1: And I think, uh, I actually think he's going to be more birdies than people make out this week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think you could see like, like reachable.
0: Yeah. I think you could see like negative or minus eight to minus 10 for the winning score, which, you know, for the U S open is pretty rare. Um, but the USGA came out and said that they want, you know, more scoring at these events now, because they probably looked at the fact that, uh, people like scoring and they, uh, you know, the TV ratings reflect that. So, um, you know, they're probably, that's, I think that had a lot to do with why they let the fescue grow until now and then mowed all that fescue down because they're like, all right, now we're not going to have any unplayable balls, you know? so I can't,
1: all right I can't Casey wait to and see. Grace uh those are the next two we got to get moving here we got a lot of players to talk about so uh yeah uh Casey and Grace um I think Grace is interesting I know he's kind of chalky and you're playing on FanDuel this week he's really cheap over there um but he yeah, play him him like FanDuel, I'm
0: not <laughs> I'm not playing him at 8600 just he hasn't played in forever and Grace is a form guy so you can see Grace uh, when he's playing week in and week out. You can see him like get those, you know, get that rhythm in. And he hasn't played in so a while in a while in a competitive tournament that it's kind of hard to really get on him, um, especially for that price. What do you think, there, Noto?
2: Yeah, I have three words next to his name: Play on Fanduel.
0: Okay, yep.
1: well, uh, I'm not going to bail completely. I'll go. I'll, I'll go like four percent. That's like thirteen yeah, percent under think- the field. So. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Uh, and then Casey, another guy that seemingly seemingly gets hyped up every every time, feels like you want a breakout to happen, and it doesn't happen. Um, he hasn't won in
0: like seven or eight years in the on PGA Tour. I mean, why would you play him at eighty four hundred? I just if he cool. was like seventy two, that's fine, you know. But for eighty four hundred, you want somebody who, you know, can probably finish on the top five. So. Yeah,
2: what just do you have me, on him, Yeah, for me, his driver's not been as good this year. And, uh, you know, that's usually one of his uh, best parts of his game. The uh, approach has still been there, but he's never been a good putter. And uh, if he's not hitting good drives, you know, I'm not a, I'm not too interested. I'll have a little bit, but not not much.
1: All right, we'll go uh, another, like, 4% on him. Uh, okay, I am fine, X and out Snedeker. I don't I, – I'm done with him. Yeah, no. I, there's no reason to go there. Uh, I'm actually fine to x out Kevin Chapel. I just think he's too pricey at 7,900. I mean, I think he's he's starting to play better, but I just don't see him winning in this. In this uh, kind of
0: he did have, uh, well, oh no, I just looked at the wrong screen. That's yeah. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah, I'm not really on him. I don't like that price, like you. Yeah, it's just
1: too too pricey. And then Daniel Berger, yeah. he did come off the win last week, but. Man, I mean, he. I mean, he, he. He caught up to the the rest of the field. Just sucked that last round, and he just went yeah, bonkers. As, uh, I, again, I just feel like we're paying too much for him. There's a lot of seven K guys I want to kind of get heavier exposure to. So uh, yeah, he, he
0: would. Yeah, I think he should be five or six hundred cheaper, um, just in terms of his consistency. Plus, coming off the win, I don't like playing guys off the win unless they're you know Johnson or Spieth or Rory. Um, just because right. you're kind of like, oh, I'll take a take a break here.
1: Our next three are going to be interesting: Thomas Peters, Kucher, and Kisner. I think uh, Peters is a guy. I saw your tweet a little bit earlier today, uh, David, showing the video of Thomas Peters breaking his club yeah, is, uh, and throwing it into the bush retreat which,
0: from a New York City punter. Which, uh, Peters is a, he's a hothead, and I would not. <clears throat> I don't like that price. If he was sixty-seven hundred, like, uh, like say Mark Leishman, I'd be interested in Peters. But it's like, you know, there, there are guys down below. And if you want to play uh, DJ and like Stenson and stuff like that, you're going to have to go a little bit lower than seventy, you know, seventy-seven hundred Peters.
1: I mean, I think he can win though, and that's what I want. I want guys who I think can mm-hmm. win in top five. And uh, he's done it on big stages before. Uh, now, I don't yeah, have what, what, what do they do is. What what has he done this last couple starts on the Euro tour? I don't I don't have his his game card up.
2: Uh 14th in his last start.
0: 14th no. in his last start. Uh was no, that had, got... uh, was that in China,
2: Noto? That was in China, right? I'm pull it up. And, uh, uh, the the, T14 the BMW T14 of the BMW and then okay. Yeah. Okay. T4 at the Masters.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean he hasn't played a lot. That's obviously a huge concern here. Um where do you fall on him, Noto?
2: I mean, a guy that can top five at this price, I'm going to be interested. Uh, we know he's incredibly long off the tee, one of the more talented guys in the field. You know, a lot of people expect him to be one of the best five or ten golfers in the world here in the next couple of years. So, yeah, I'm on him. Never played the U.S. Open. Uh, but I think at that price, I'm certainly fine using some of them.
1: I mean, he never played the Masters and nearly won that thing his first yeah. time out.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, uh, he had...
0: I see. I just, I prefer Kuchar for a hundred dollars less considering what he did at the masters. Granted it was, you know, all on that back nine on Sunday. Um, but he has good U S open history. Um, he can keep it in the, you know, keep it in play. Um, he's, he is leading the field in stroke gain strokes gained over the last 12 rounds, uh, T to green, which for Matt Kuchar to lead T to green, that's pretty impressive. Um now to be so, fair, he
1: was on his uh, favorite course of the season, the Memorial. Mm-hmm. He plays well there every yeah.
0: every every He also had a T twelve at the Colonial and a T nine at the T nine at the Byron Nelson. So he's coming in with excellent form, took the last took last week off. Um, I he's probably a must play for cash just because of his consistency. Oh, yeah. Um I definitely see some upside, though, that people might not realize. And Kucher's like one of those guys that's going to be like 45% owning cash and like 18% on in GPP, I feel like. so um,
1: Yeah, we got him at 8%. I feel we can go over that. Um, yeah. No problem yeah. with that. Um, maybe like uh, – let's go like 22 on Hammond. I'm going to stay with the field on Peters at 15. Um, Kisner, I feel like – Man, twenty percent feels a little bit high on kids Like I feel like he's got game to win a major. Uh, I I feel like I want to be underweight on uh, at that number. Twenty percent. That's that's fairly chalky. Like there's another guy in this range that's twenty percent that I'm willing to go way over on. It's not Kisner for me here. Uh, any qualms? at – did finish. Eight, he did
0: finish in the top twelve at the at Chambers Bay which you would not have thought that Kisner could have competed there. Um, so I would say that he, he's also one of those guys where I'm like, I don't really want to play him. Um, but considering his recent form, he got another win. Um, he's, he thinks he's one of the top five players in the, in, on tour. Um, so I don't think you're going to see any sort of, a, you know, kind of like uh, putting on the brakes, if you will. Um, Should so he be I double just, the
1: ownership of Alexander Norren is the question.
0: Yes, That's where it's easily. Right yeah, yeah, easily for me anyway. Uh, Norren and I would play at the British Open. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch Norren here. What do you think, there?
2: Yeah, for me, there's always merit to fading the high or the highly owned. Uh, you know, value plays. You know, he's really trendy this week. Everyone's betting on him. Mm-hmm. Everyone's picking him. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if he fit the course a little bit better, you know, if he was a longer hitter than you know, kind of like a guy we're going to get to here in a second that I think we're all going to like. Then um, I'd be more on him. I'd be more willing to eat the chalk. But, you know, he's short off the tee. Yeah. And he's going to be extremely popular. So I'm definitely going to be underweight.
0: Yeah. That's always my gut, too. So I was just – I'm, like, trying to convince myself to play him. And I don't know that five realistic per- that is. I'm
1: going to throw him yeah. that 5%. Now, I'm a fan because – he joined our buddies on the tour junkies. He's uh, you know supporting the DMS He's a good world. Guy. I've so i have to him. I've uh, I, to I'm him rooting, before. I'm rooting for him if my teams are not in contention, and he is, which according to this <laughs> script is exactly the the scenario that would play out. Um, let's uh Terrell Haddon, uh, you know, the last hothead. I can't play him.
2: Yeah, yeah. hothead. Hothead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not no, gonna hot, go there.
1: Hothead. <laughs> uh noren i i'm i am i am fine with him here i mean this you say you play him at the british open but this, you know a lot of people are saying you know this does mimic link style golf with uh with the setup that they have at aaron hills so uh he's just always in contention where was he on the bmw we got a we got a uh, a number for him
2: uh people he-
0: confuse him with alex levy yes Alex Levy so is having difference. an insane year right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so Norton won the BMW and then T-15 So he won the BMW? And, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I got to play him. I'm sorry, David. Um, yeah, you know what? It's fine. I mean, it's uh, it's not like I can't stand Alex Norton. I just look at the U.S. US Open history. He's got three miscuts cuts in the last five years, never made a cut. Um, but, but admittedly, he's he a better what, player this He's year. what? Seventh in the world. He's yeah. what seventh in uh, you know the official world of golf rankings. So so for seventy five hundred, uh, what did he do at the Masters? I can't remember.
2: Uh, at the Nordy Masters or the no Master the
0: Masters? the U.S. Masters, <laughs> the actual Masters. Uh, he missed the cut, plus eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. As I just with difficult courses on U.S. soil, it kind of concerns me. But still, he's technically he, top ten in the world. So he is zero for three gonna be, at U.S.
2: Opens.
1: Yeah. All it's right, just... well we'll shade him down to nine percent, you guys. You guys <laughs> yeah, I think got me fun. on the number. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Um, now this guy I can't. gotta talk about because Louis Oosthuizen for me is uh, is too cheap. Hit uh,
0: the 20... lock button.
1: Uh, I'm not hitting the lock button. I'm not hitting the lock button. I love.
0: But... I love using Louis Oosthuizen this week. Yeah, he would have won the at chamber he would have won Chambers Bay if he hadn't played with Tiger round one. Yeah. <laughs> shot like an 80 on thursday and you know? well, i'm gonna get aggressive
1: because um, we all like him and that's a good sign and uh, i'm gonna lock him at 45 percent, which is
0: about as good as a lock as you're gonna whew. do for me yeah that's, that's high but um i also like graphic Cabrera um he's playing I awesome in the u.s he's oh, he's just on fire right now i don't think he's gonna win i
1: you're on this is the week this is where all your arch nemesis come together (laughs) to pay you back for all the money they've lost you you like stenson (laughs) and let's ride it with cabrera Bale because i'm with you too he is he's got the game i think to win and
0: uh if if you (laughs) followed my my content for for a while if if i'm playing rafa cabrera Bale over patrick reed at the same price, you know I like Rafa Cabrera because I am a Reed fanboy, and I can't justify playing Patrick Reed uh, just the way he's been playing recently. He doesn't have a top ten in seemingly forever, um, you know. And he played lights out at Chambers Bay for the first two days, and then still finished outside of the top ten. So it's just, you know, I think that Cabrera is just in so much form right now; it's really hard to avoid. Yeah. Um, considering, considering guys, it looks like and, and he's, we
1: need some, he's we on the need way some up. heavy exposure to these guys in the 7k range with how much we're mm-hmm. we've got on those top guys so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna throw 20 on bayo the
2: problem is that i like him this week and i have an incredible ability to nail him when he's missing the cut so
0: it's all oh, he's, that
2: <laughs> he's that guy for
0: you where he's you're all on him and he misses by like six him, strokes.
2: him and stenson <laughs> all
0: right well i went
1: up to 25 um you know patrick reed just because he is a real american hero uh i'm gonna put him at four percent i'm not gonna bail on him entirely
0: just you're probably gonna be overweight
2: (laughs) i heard he broke 70 when the course was playing eight thousand yards or something
1: okay well you know but i don't don't
2: want to play
0: reed is that guy i mean when you can fight tooth with you know tooth for tooth with rory mackerel right you've got game it's just like what's what's you been doing the last six months nothing um uh, it's just in this range there are so many guys i like like charles swartzel shane lowry you know even russell henley who's okay. not playing so well throw, right now let's throw but some messages out
1: I'm, I'm gonna x flatewood yeah. i'm gonna x Cauley. um
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: let's see uh okay let's get to schwartz x Schwartzel, i like him uh, yeah, I can X Hadwin too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I like mm-hmm. Schwartzel here, though. I'm actually want to go overweight. I want to go like 27 on him. Uh, I think I, like that. I, yeah. I, I liked what I saw last week, and and I feel like he can win. Uh, now, now Lowry, what do we want to do with him? Nodo? Uh, it seems like David's a fan. Played real well last year in the U.S. Open. Usually plays pretty well in in the
0: big tournaments here in the U.S. Played really well um, at Chambers Bay as well, which people yeah. aren't realizing
2: he and oakmont and And then uh what i like to see you know he blew it at the bmw pga championship uh you know kind of lost it there on the back nine but then he bounced back to the memorial so uh yeah i mean he's Mm -hmm. been there he's been in the final grouping at the u.s open so if he gets there again uh, i think he's gonna play better this time uh he was
0: he led for what 54 holes last year as well yeah um and uh, then kind of disappeared for a while, and is now finding his form again. Uh, I really think that's a nice sneaky play, especially in this type of uh, on this course.
1: All right, uh, we got him at twenty. J.B. Holmes is sitting at two percent ownership here. I know he's now. You, everybody's shaking their heads, no.
2: but he, he can he double played. it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he played at. Yeah, four play percent. Played well at Chambers Bay. Uh, not that long, you know, uh, yeah. two years ago at this U.S. Open. And, you know, I know that the fairways are wide. I don't know how wide, if that's it's wide enough the, to, to help JB. But It's I'm not go the 4%. fairways
0: that kill him. Yeah. It, it, his approach is gone. He can't – he cannot figure out how to hit the green
2: anymore. Jason um, Day. You know. <laughs> Jason Day.
0: Well, it's like Jason Day has shown signs of coming back. Like, JB Holmes showed that, you know, he was hot for basically, like, nine holes last week he made the cut and then did nothing um it's just you know he's he's lucky if he can grind out pars and i just i cannot like i jb holmes theoretically fits his course with his length and you know the par fives and everything it's just recently he's been playing the way he's been playing it's like i i haven't seen anything at all to i don't uh, think
1: four percent isn't going to kill us four percent seems yeah
0: yeah, four percent seems fine
1: um yeah. I, I, anybody on team woodland i'm not seeing it um i know he likes the long courses but i think
0: four percent his game name game. has wood in it <laughs> and if there's no woods here maybe he'll be okay i don't know all right
1: we'll go four percent on him now david you yeah, you want to make the you want to go with russell henley but uh i'm i am ready to x out russell henley because i think he is so uh, out of form that i don't want to even sniff him today
0: yeah, his form is awful right now. I just, he played here in 2011 and was one of the top amateurs uh, in terms of finishing position. Um, and so I know he's actually played this before, um, but his form is awful. Um, so I don't mind Xing him out. I'll probably throw him on a couple teams just, just in case because he keeps it in play. He, he, um, but yeah, I don't really have a problem with Xing him out.
1: Okay, yeah, he's X'd out. He's playing so bad right now. Um, Steve Stricker narrative. uh, Derek, uh, thoughts on on Stricker here?
2: I thought for sure he was going to end up being chalky, uh, you know, right when he qualified for the U.S. Open, uh, playing in his home state. But, yeah, I mean, we got him at 3%, so I I don't think he can contend at a course this long. But, I mean, he's been in great form. Uh, Short game is
0: what saves him.
2: Yeah, we'll go five percent. Yeah, five percent is fine. I mean, again,
1: it's the some of these par? Yeah, there's some long holes, but there's like a three hundred and sixty and a three hundred and twenty par four that uh, you know he can go pin hunting. Maybe not often. I the mean, tee, his approach but, game is
0: yeah, his yeah. approach game is great. So there's no reason that you know, if He's Sunday, all of a sudden Sunday, on. you've got Steve Stricker in T four, you know, you're going to be upset that you kind of avoided that.
1: And it great, wouldn't shock great me. Story. It wouldn't. Yeah, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't shock me for it to
0: happen. I'm talking myself into I mean, more Stricker here.
1: I mean, he – I keep going more.
0: The fact that he qualified, you know, the fact that he qualified on Monday, you know, Steve Stricker is Wisconsin golf, that whole thing. You know, he's obviously going to be hyped up. I, I think he's probably a safe cash play just so he can make the cut, um, you know, because – and he's just – he's playing so well right now. Um, yeah. The only – the just the the length scares me, but like you said, I don't know if driving distance is gonna be the be all end all here, so i'll I'm fine playing you know I'll probably play them on like right. ten
1: you know, percent so. we got we spent too much time for only go ten percent we're on fifteen I'm strict, I'm strict <laughs> uh okay uh, are we feeling the burned are we uh are we are we brendan stealing it up a little bit here like uh I'm fine at like eight percent on on steel burned. No, burn Burn doesn't do
0: well in the u.s yeah Yeah. and he finally he finally had a t15 at the tpc um a couple weeks ago but burn just doesn't really compete um and i don't think this is going to be a you know a a grind out type of course it is but there's going to be birdies to be had and um so i i don't i don't really see it i'd rather have like a guy like Francesco Molinari, who's yeah. in really good form, who plays really well at the U.S. Open, you know. Um,
1: I'm going to roll 22 so, percent, yeah. uh, Molinari, unless somebody vetoes that call.
2: No, at least that for me. Yeah, yeah I
0: think. Yeah, I think that's that's acceptable. I I, I really like Martin Keimer here as well. Um, playing really well this year, um, you know. He's won the won the U.S. Open in 2014. Um,
1: but his short game sucks, and this yeah. isn't like one of those courses that you can putt. That's, you know way yeah, off. Yeah, that's like, why that's, I prefer Molinari. Yeah. yeah, me too. Like I'm, I'm not gonna ditch Keimer on, entirely, but you know, yeah. I, I'm fine. I, I, you know, seven percent. I, I think the reason. Yeah, right. the reason
0: I like Keimer is like he never played well at the at the Masters, and then he went crazy at the Masters this year just because he's in such good form. Um, and so I just, obviously he's really. You know, he's playing really well. His confidence is, is really high. Um, so just for 7K, it's like, all right, you need 7K player to, you know, finish in the top 40, you know, top 35 um, to really do stuff for cash. So cash is fine. And I do think he has upside to finish in the top 10 for a GPP. So. Okay, we're,
1: we're, uh, we're moving into the 6K, guys. We can't just X everybody out because we're going to need to sprinkle some of these in. Uh, There's some the, good plays
0: here, too. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, uh, Hoffman, Palmer, Laird—any interest? No. Okay.
2: Not okay. for me, anyway.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Rio, does a I ball feel like US Open. I feel like Rio's getting a little bit of buzz. Um, I'm okay with him. Maybe just a five percenter for me. The Rio
0: train—the Rio train will make you upset when he goes bogey, 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 and then birdie, birdie and then birdie. Birdie. all of a sudden he still misses <laughs> a cut. Yeah, Well, that's a good. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm not okay. a big fan of Griot.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan, but again, I'm not
0: a big fan of a lot down here. But we've we'll, got we got uh, so uh, no. to have of these guys. Yeah, I want Nota's. I want Noto's opinion on Web Simpson.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm not really a Web guy. I used to play him too much and got burned by him too much. So I think uh,
0: I, I used to play him like all the time. <laughs> and I've been playing for like two years.
2: So I'm, I'm <laughs> in. Uh, I'm in. Uh, you know, Web Simpson, anonymous, right now can't play him at the moment. But, uh, but yeah, for me, I love Lee Westwood at six thousand eight
0: hundred. Yes, old man
2: Lee. Uh, I love his pairing. He's playing with Ross Fisher and Graham McDowell, a bunch of Brits. And uh, Ooh, yeah, a, yeah, a good pair. yeah. Like, I like Ross Fisher as well.
1: Okay, well, I think everybody loves Ross Fisher. I like Lee Westwood, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna YOLO twenty five percent Lee Westwood in this <laughs> tournament. So, uh, so there we go. Uh, because there's a lot of these guys I, I don't love. Let, let's, let's go to, let's get, yeah, we got we to gotta get moving here because I'm running out of time. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say the name and I'm going to call on one of you to give me a percent or an X. Okay. okay? Uh, David, Keegan Bradley. Uh, X. X. Uh, Noto, William McGirt. X uh me roberto castro x that's an easy one <laughs> peter uh uh do we go back there uh, david oh you're you're breaking up
2: Five oh, percent oh. just in case five percent oh. i heard
1: five percent all right yeah. that works um well we can't go to noto for web because we know his answer there david webb simpson
0: <laughs> I'm,
1: the, I'm next he's x okay uh noto um cuts stone levy what do you about those three anybody
2: uh xx five percent
1: okay five yep. percent levy uh zach johnson Stuart sink lucas glover uh i will go eight percent on Stuart sink I'm going to X Zach Johnson because he's terrible. And Lucas Glover on Noto. It's Ben Green's. We're not supposed to play him on Ben Green's, I'm told.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's cheap on FanDuel if you want to play him, but I don't like him on DraftKings.
1: All right. Uh, Tanahara, Kevin Na, XX. Sound good?
2: (laughs) Kevin Na's going to get some bad karma coming his way with that fescue. Okay, let's get to –
1: Are we believing in Ben on?
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, he can't chip or putt, but tee green is awesome. Five percent.
0: Yeah, don't go too heavy, but uh, it could happen. Okay. Wesley
1: Bryan, I'm. I'm not. I'm gonna go five percent on him too. I know uh, he's a bit of a.
0: He up can. And down, he but... can. His short game can get him there. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Uh, Bryson, no thanks. Sean, o, Sean O'Hare. No, no, you want be like Sean O'Hare, don't you? A little bit, maybe two percent.
2: Uh, I like glove a little bit. Okay, well, that's I it. would prefer that, Love that, Mark. That,
1: that's, that's the perfect answer to, what do you think of this guy? And then you answer with, I like that guy. That's another way of saying, Dan, It's a nice on. way of saying no. Okay, you don't have to be so polite. Uh, Love Mark. Uh, so, David, what do you think of him?
0: I would put him on 5%. I don't think he can win, but he uh, played pretty well at Chambers Bay. Um, he's playing well right now. Um, I can see him... Especially on the betting side, if you want to like do a first-round leader bet, um, I can see him going getting out to a hot start.
1: Okay, we got C Wu at point six. Uh, I know he's probably not going to win, but hey, he probably withdraw. well on the cor- yeah. You think he's going to withdraw?
2: <laughs> he doesn't half of his. If he's not, if he's not, uh
0: he's He'll
1: hey, you know what? He so won at TPC. Uh, if he gets yeah. hot, who knows? um okay yeah. i'm not playing post in two percent who's that uh, david yeah uh, david's going uh two uh, percent can you, you decipher that noto or uh, was that i, uh... I
2: heard two percent i don't know on who but okay
1: <laughs> uh all right let's get these last couple of guys and then we'll be done okay Bordy, the Frenchman, no. Uh, Imahara, no. Uh, Mark Leishman, they've got him at fifteen percent here. Noto, uh, what do we
2: do with Leish? Yeah, I really like Leishman this week. Uh, there is merit to fade him because he's going to be popular, but uh, you know he's a guy that's always been a great putter, and lately he's been relying on his T-degree game. So as soon as his putter clicks, uh, he's going to be you know right up there. We'll we'll
1: stay on point with the field. Uh, Billy Horschel, that's a guy I really like this week. We need some crappers. I'm going 18% Billy Horschel, doubling the field average. I like that.
2: Get some Fitzpatrick.
1: You like some Fitz? Okay, we'll throw five on Fitz. Jimmy Walker?
0: Uh, Yeah, play Jimmy Walker. I throw a a little bit on there.
1: Uh, I like Brian Harmon for a cheap flyer, too. He's played well this year um you know last couple starts haven't been great but hey we got him at two percent i'm willing to go four. uh i like i like bill haas god he's been playing so crappy but i he's he's got the pedigree to do it but man he's been playing so bad
0: yeah he's so cheap um uh harris english is interesting he's played here before he's coming off two really good starts um, sixty-six hundred. He seems like he'll probably be like what two percent owned?
1: Okay, I can get behind that. Six uh, percent on him, Ross Fisher. I know we like him. We'll go ten percent on Ross Lingworth. Yep. I think you can make a uh, you can make a little bit of a case for as a flyer. Uh, I'm gonna go. I like four. Yeah, you know, six percent on Lingworth. Um, not playing Pierce. Not playing Beef. Not playing Furick Pat Perez. You like him, Noto? I never. I don't, yeah I, really get him right. I
2: don't like him you know he's ranked 70th in this field and strokes gained off the tee worries me a little bit
1: okay Well will know him oh well Corkrock, he can hit it a mile uh <laughs> and he's not he's, playing, he's not competing here <laughs>
2: he's, he's playing with jb holmes and uh another bomber so that's going to be a fun group
1: Okay, I just get go 1%. <laughs> there we go. 1%. Uh, we can know uh Bradley Dredge, I don't even know who that is. Uh Ernie Els, I guy. not. Yeah. Richie Ramsey. uh Danny Willett, dude just wins the Masters and then says see you later. So uh, he no. ch-
0: he tried to change his swing and he's screwed himself up royally. Um it's going to be right. a while before he's back.
1: Uh Johnny Vegas, I don't think so. Graham McDowell, what do we think of him? Maybe 4%?
2: Yeah, I like the pairing, like I mentioned. And uh, okay. yeah, I mean, not long off the tee, but he's shown some form lately. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think um, he's a good
0: play in a, uh, at a course like this.
2: Uh, Chez? Did we say Chris Wood? Yeah, Chris Wood's guy was waiting for. It. Did we did? OK. No, yeah, we have Chris said Wood him. is a good play.
1: Yeah. OK, he is in the field. Somebody told me last night he might not have been in the field, so I kind of exclude him. So you like Chris Wood, huh?
2: He's yeah, a good player. I like player.
0: him, too. All right. Well, we're putting he can bomb in. it a mile and hits it straight. Yeah, you never know. Like
2: and T23 right. in his first US Open.
1: Uh, yep. All right. Uh, do we want to play Davis Love's son?
2: Drew? No. 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 <laughs>
1: uh, I'm going to put a 1% on the Steven Yeager guy. I don't think he's going to do anything, but I'm going to put a 1%. He's won two of his last
0: three on Web. Was it uh, – he T- shot a 57 58. or something? Yeah. 58? <laughs> Yeah, I think he was like he missed a putt for a 57 or something like that on the web. I would play him just a little bit. Um, Jonathan Randolph is interesting. If He's you to well, go, right? I
1: just I just xed him out, and I'm I'm running out of time. So uh, if he if he if he finishes top 10, that's on me. Uh, I screwed that one up. All right. Well, I think he, we're set. He won't t10. We I think we're set with our exposures. I'm hoping this works. Let's build some lineups and see what we get. It's going, we've got 60, 75, we're halfway there, 105, 110, it's going, we're going to get all 150 in, and let's see what our exposures are here. All right, this is what we got, Uh, 44% Louie, 30% DJ, Henrik at 27, uh, Spieth at 27, Schwartzel at 26, Westwood at 24, cabrera Bayo at 24, (laughs) this is looking good, Uh, let's see, Brooks at 7, so there we go. I mean, this machine is unbelievable. How it actually—you know what—the machine hated me so much it didn't even give me any Jason Korcrack. So you guys can be He's happy. the one guy. He's the one guy that got uh, got rejected from the machine. Us. But, the machine's uh,
0: telling you something.
1: The machine knows. But uh, but there you go. That is it. I'm gonna enter this in the quarter arcade or something. So uh, we'll see how it does. But certainly appreciate uh, Derek and David joining us uh thanks guys a lot of fun and uh i'm sure we'll do it again down the road
0: oh cool. anytime thanks for having me Absolutely. yeah good luck everyone
1: well again uh, if you're looking for the lineup builder you can find it in the roto grinders app download the app and you can do it on your phone same thing fun way to kind of spend your wednesday night you got nothing better to do build 150 lineups on your cell phone and uh We'll be back uh, down the road, probably next major. We'll be doing another one of these lineup builders. Please subscribe to our premium content. The Tour Junkies got a great uh, expert platform package as well for this week. And uh, till next time, I'm Dan Bach, wishing you best of luck this week with the U.S. Open, and we will see you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Tone 15 no is a month after 2250 a month credit. Apply within two bills. of cancel, early remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630-20. 30 pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay. Data deprioritization during congestion, speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.